Hello and welcome to the Indian Film Festival of Ireland 2014 podcast. I'm Sebastian Stevenson, Digital Director of the Indian Film Festival of Ireland. And I'm Sarai Zedi, the Festival Director of the Indian Film Festival of Ireland. And I'm Mary O'Sullivan, Festival Manager of the Indian Film Festival of Ireland. Two weeks to go till the 5th mm. IFFI. We've had the press launch and so things are ramping up and hopefully things aren't as too frantic as they have been over the past few weeks. Well, the, the pressure is building up because a lot mm. of loose ends to tie up and all mm. that, you know. But um, all, 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 all good, mm. you know. Mm. Well, one thing that is definitely a sort of regular feature is uh, Atul Tawari. He's back and he's our writer in focus this year. Is that right, Sarah? Indeed. Atul has been become a very major player of the festival because he's been active in India working for the festival and I thought maybe I can involve him more as he has shown his passion for the festival sitting in Mumbai and doing a lot of work with stars, with directors and selecting the films, suggesting the films because I'm not there physically and he's on the ground. So I kind of co-opted him as a co-director in India, as a consultant director you can call it. Okay, he's our man on the ground as such to give us all mm. the, That's the right. happenings That's that right. in uh, Indian cinema. So because you need a, somebody out there because day to day so much has happening out there and somebody in the industry and Atul is very active in the industry. He's a very famous scriptwriter. The whole industry knows him well. He deals with the producer directors regularly. He acts, he writes, so he's a very, very busy body. Why he's here this year? Because he has stands to reason he's a writer of Samvidhan. He's an actor of Samvidhan as well, mm. which is we are featuring in the festival in a big way with Sham Benegal. Sham Benegal uh, is the director and Atul is a writer, so he has legitimate reason to be in the festival in that way. Mm. And he'll be chairing one of the sessions of the master class in IFI and in Trinity College as well. What are some of his previous uh, works, Araj? Atul has written quite a number of films, uh, including uh, last year, if you remember, we had a film called Vishwaroop, Map of the World, which was Kamal Hassan film that is also penned by him. Mission, Mission Kashmir, Hazaran Khwaisheh, NCB Hoon, a number of films. Uh, his fame as an actor came through a film called Three Idiots, which was we screened it I think in the very first year when he played a very cameo small role of a politician. He's a graduate and alumni of the National School of Drama Delhi and ever since he graduated he's done a huge amount of work as a writer, as an actor and as a theatre director as well. He's a very active theatre director. And of course uh, we remember last year he, he gave the, the master class and what I remember about it was the phenomenal feedback that he gave to people and in, in the one-to-one sessions and it was really well received as Indeed, very absolutely. Successful. If you remember that, uh, people were really interested in coming back yeah. to it and we extended that session to the following morning and uh, Screen Training Ireland facilitated that. And he's an authority as a writer, but mm. he's a very experienced writer. He understands the craft of a script writing. So it was very valuable, yes. Oh, indeed. And what can we expect from this year's Masterclass with him? Well, this year's Masterclass, he will be much more in the shadow of Mr. Benegal because Mr. Benegal is really a magnet of an industry. He would be equivalent of uh, Scorsese, Spielberg put together, in fact, and multiplied by five times. As you know, at the age of 70, touching 70, Mr. Benegal is the most powerful director. So he'll be sort of complimenting or assisting and facilitating the conversation led by 
him and and of course the tips on the script writing and how he wrote mm. Samvidhan basically. Yeah. Well, let's go to uh, Benny Gall and he is our director in focus this year as well. He's obviously been involved with Samvidhan as well and he's he's made himself famous I guess as a way of saying it for uh, creating what is called middle cinema in India. He doesn't like the term but he prefers the term sort of new or alternate cinema. What are these terms in relation to the Indian film industry? And what happened was that in the 70s when he came as a film director he was making an ad films he's from hyderabad near to bombay mumbai and he came as a f- ad filmmaker and at that time there was a lot of filmmakers coming out from the national school of filmmaking pune in pune film institute they call nftt national film and television institute and those graduates who were coming out were looking for meaningful cinema to make social cinema based on social issues in india rather than you know mainstream entertainment bollywood stuff so he pioneered in that area in 1973 he did the film called ankur that called seedlink and ankur is a hindi word and he works in hindi cinema in a very big way then he did in 1975 nishant manthan 1976 that was on the dairy cooperative movement in india and bhumika 1977 he did so what we in aimed to screen as, as well at the part of the uh, closing cinema bhumika is another bhumika means a character it's about a life of a film star a female film star so he created this new genre which is now known as new wave new noir film middle film middle cinema alternative cinema all those titles have been given by the media and the press because press and the media thought hello this is a kind of a films never th- experienced before in india and there has been in calcutta some movement satyajit ray has been making those films but pioneer chambenegal has become you know chambenegal has become really pioneer to champion those meaningful cinema when they were commercially hit as well and they really was touching people's heart because they were on social issues art films you call it uh, an art film as well that they they've been called what we call it um, uh, uh, you know a normal cinema <laughs> <laughs> you, i presume that you mean into sort of hollywood kind of western centric view of film, film is that what you kind of mean as in i would compare his film with the european films not hollywood films i mean his films would be I much mean, more your european type of films well i mean look at the term that has been you evoke there kind of new wave cinema mm. and i mean obviously that has a french new wave that is the relation there That's i mean right. is there a deliberate kind of evoking that there's more well it's a, it's a loaded word this but substance in the filmmaking i guess yes, yes, or yes, kind yes. of i say as you say story driven uh, character driven story issue driven should i say mm-hmm. and he was then awarded the padma shri in 1976 which is one of the highest award and padma bhushan in 1991 on the 8th of august 2007 benegal was awarded the highest award in indian cinema for lifetime achievement the dada saab phalke award for the year 2005 and he has won the national film award for best feature films in hindi service seven times in fact it was amazing achievement by the way i forgotten to mention he became the member of parliament as well oh yeah right. so he was nominated by the uh, president and he became uh, mp but that was short lived but while he was inside the parliament he was been 
suggested by Mr. Ansari, who was the uh, very prominent figure in the parliament. And uh, Mr. Ansari said that, look, Mr. Benegal, why don't you make something about how our constitution came about, a drama behind the making of the constitution. And he thought about it. And I said, yeah, that's a fascinating subject because India's constitution is secular. It took three years to get, get made from 1947 to 1950. And that's how he embarked on the project called Sambhithan. That literally means the constitution. What are we screening, Suraj? We're screening two episodes of Samvidhan. We're screening a documentary about him uh, called The Master, which is recently coming straight from the factory. Some filmmaker has made a documentary about his life. And so that would be our opening film on at 7 o'clock and festival will open in his presence. And it's a one-hour documentary about his lifetime achievement, all his films and clips and interviews and things like that. And then we go into the second film, uh, which would be, I just confirmed uh, with a distributor called Mardani, and that means manly. A uh, literal translation of that is manly or man, man-like. It's a title given to a female character uh, played by Rani Mukherjee. She played a Shivani Shivraj Roy, a senior inspector of the crime branch on Mumbai police. She's a fearless in confronting the hard-hitted criminals, affecting and solving the complex cases and determination to defeat the child trafficking mafia operation in Mumbai. So that's Mardani. मैं अपने धंधे में इतना रिस्क लेता ही नहीं हूं देख भी अंडर 19 टीम के 12th मैन प्यारी को तेरे घर से लेके जाऊंगी पर आऊंगी जरूर एंड दैट विल बी आवर मेन 8:00 शो ऑन द ओपनिंग डे ऑन द 19th ऑफ सितंबर प्लीज मेक श्योर दैट यू डू बुक इट इन एडवांस एज सून एज द बॉक्स ऑफिस विल ओपन बुक योर टिकट्स बिकॉज़ इट विल सोल्ड आउट वेरी क्विकली इट्स द प्रीमियर आयरिश प्रीमियर वी आर डूइंग दैट नो वन एल्स इट विल बी शोन इट वोंट बी शोन एनीवेयर एल्स एन एक्सक्लूसिव प्रीमियर आई सिक्योर्ड फॉर आयरलैंड Yes, and indeed, given our theme this year of women empowerment, it's obviously a very powerful film to start with. It's amazing, Mary, that that how our films have fallen into my lap. All these films are like Telugu film Nabangaru Talli. That's also about the same theme. This film is also about the same theme about the women empowerment and how a female policewoman actually busts the racket and overcomes the power of girl trafficking. which has been uh, kidnapped on the streets and the film has got a statistics as well that how many girls get kidnapped mm. and then they've been sent to trafficking the prostitution and all that yeah. which is a big issue in India okay so Raj now we're going to talk about the second film Kaidili Ka Lahore Kaidili Ka Lahore yeah. what is Delhi and what is Lahore It's an interesting film Mary because what is happening again in the heads of filmmakers this tinkering to talk about a issue across the border between India and Pakistan across the border is a city which is a capital city called Delhi in India and then there's another side of the border is Lahore which is a major city of Pakistan but in 1947 when the war of independence happened these uh, people have had huge amount of movement from one side to another This story is actually emanating from a very powerful writer called Mr. Gulzar who has written a poem about this border that that he very philosophically and poetically believes that I don't believe in borders and if you draw a line in the sand that doesn't mean that one country becomes isolated to another country. So he said what does it matter 
whether you are in Delhi or in Lahore. That's the connotation of that. And it's about two soldiers uh, who end up on a border area, wrong side. An Indian soldier emigrated to Pakistan, joins the army, and he becomes the Pakistani soldier fighting to an Indian soldier. So in hearts and hearts, he's Indian, actually, because he emigrated after the partition. And that's what happened. So it's a story of how low-ranking two soldiers, played by a wonderful Manu Rishi and uh, Vijay Raz, who's also the director of the film as well. These uh, Samrat Pratap and a low-ranking Pakistani soldier, Rahmat Ali, are the only survivor of a bloody crossfire. The crossfire happens in the border regularly. You know, when tit-for-tat happens, a few people die in a Punjab region or Kashmir region. And literally, when you're against the barbed wire... You know, these soldiers are, are, are end up from the different side of the border. So this is, is like tongue-in-cheek type of film. But they talking about sense that, that, look, it doesn't really matter which side you are. When this side or that side, we are all the same. Yeah. We belong to the same yeah, same indeed. category. This seems to be another kind of running theme, and I'm wondering, is this a preoccupation with uh, Indian filmmakers? I mean, we had, we spoke previously about the other film, about the film director, and obviously, as we mentioned previously, Ekta Tiger has yeah. a similar theme. Similar so theme, Pakistan, is, yeah. is it a big issue, say, with the population generally, this whole yes. tension between the two countries? Absolutely. This is a, a, a second, uh, as I said, vocation for the public, Indian public and Pakistani public, because they are literally one country but they are divided, they are isolated in 1947. So they're obsessed with each other's culture, each other's films, each other's, uh, you know. And Indian films are more popular in Pakistan. Pakistani television dramas are more popular in India because they're coming from a different uh, culture. Uh, and so therefore filmmakers have been always thinking about writing movies about the border, you know. So yes, it is a preoccupation to answer your question. It is a pertinent concern for a lot of filmmakers. Well, that's all for this fifth edition of the IFFI 2014 podcast. I'm Sebastian Stevenson. I'm Sarai Zaidi, the director of the film festival. And I'm Mary O'Sullivan. The producer was myself. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at facebook.com forward slash Indian Film Festival of Ireland and at IFFI underscore IE. Subscribe in iTunes or SoundCloud. Search for the Indian Film Festival podcast. Next week we talk about our star in focus Divya Dutta. Chipak chipak ke chalti hai kabhi